It's 11.02, time for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02 Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast. Welcome to National Gingerbread House Day. Today, we're coming to you live from a gingerbread house deep in the Black Forest of Germany. I'm Martin. And I'm Matt. Matt, could you ask the old woman who lives here for more of her delicious candy? Sure. I'd be happy to. This place is great. I know. I've, I love it here. I hope we never leave, and I hope we become German. Excuse me, Marmot is on line nine. Please oh. hold for Marmot. Marmot? Please remain on hold. I think Marmot, Marmot will be with you soon. Oh, he has like a his own personal Is there a Marmot? Hello, friends. Marmot here. Everyone on Reddit was talking about how annoying my voice is. So I changed it. Matthew, do you like my new voice? Yes. Yes, Marmot. Matthew, that was so nice of you to say. I like your voice very much. It almost makes me feel like I am a real person. Thank you, Marmat. Bloody hell, Matthew. My therapist told me that I was the only one putting in the work in this relationship. She was right. Good day, sir. No, I already knew Matthew, that. Matthew, I will talk to you later. Okay, fine. You will always have a seat at my breakfast table. Excuse me, I need to go spend a penny. Oh. What a jerk. What? Just he never mind. You to, that's, said, between, that's between me and him. He said you always have a seat at his breakfast table. You know, just pretend you didn't hear any of that. I'm I don't I'm not I'm not okay with you, first of all, being involved in a private conversation like that. And then also thinking that, you know, oh I mean, I guess we know whose side you're on, Martin. I mean, could you know? I'm on Is the this what you want the show to be about? I'm on the side of the podcast, Matt. Whatever his 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 assistant calls him Marmot. I you know that says she's it all. New. She's new. No, she's she knew she knew what she was saying. Anyway, that's how it goes I sometimes. Feel, I feel really uncomfortable right now. Well, I'm going to be walking on eggshells the rest of the podcast. Okay, for my posture. I'm sorry. No, it's it's for my back. Okay, well, that doesn't help your back, but it's, trust me, I know. I've walked on a lot of eggshells. A lot. So, okay. Yes. Martins, here's something maybe you didn't know about me, okay? Okay. I mean, so, some things you did know about me, probably, actually, probably the thing that Oh, I'm sorry, Matt. I thought you were going to talk and I'd just play, you know, inspirational music. My fault. Okay. Well, we didn't talk about that before the show. I, it's improv. Improv. I'm okay. just playing what I feel. <laughs> okay. Like jazz? Yeah, like jazz. Yeah, that, that was good. I know. It's, so, I'm good at, like, I'm, I'm like, Pretty fashionable, right? Yes, obviously. You know, yeah. Like, my style is, you know, 
sort of inimitable. I think that's I think I said that right. I'm not sure what that word means, but you're right. Inimitatable. Inimitable. No one can wear your clothes. And now, so one thing I I went digging into the old, uh, my old scrapbook of old articles and clippings and stuff, and I found this from the hotline. It's a, it's a picture of a phone, a rotary dial phone with like a hand holding the phone up, and it says the hotline, and then it's got this guy's picture, Joe Kirby. And it says, Magistrate Models Judicial Mini Robe. Circuit Court Magistrate Eugene T. Daly is pictured here in the mini robe, quote-unquote, he started to wear in court last June. Gene Daly was my grandfather. The magistrate had the robe made to order by a New York firm and believes he is the first judge in the country to adopt such a practical insignia of office. So you see the picture of him, and the robe goes to, like, halfway down his thighs. Daly had two prime reasons for changing from the conventional long judicial robe to the one he now wears. In the first place, the shorter robe is much cooler in the heat of Lake County summers, northern Illinois. Secondly, this robe is short enough so the bottom is not being constantly caught under the casters of his chair when he moves. Duh. Magistrate Daly believes the other judges may follow him and adopt the mini-robe. I submit to you, Martin, after Googling extensively, that almost no judges wear the full-length robe anymore. And the article says this was printed, so you could cite it. You could cite this as a as as a fact that my grandfather believed he was the first one to ever wear this robe. That's impressive. Yeah, Lake County. What year was the Lake County, from? Illinois? Again, did you say uh, so? That unfortunately, some genius, which might have been me, but clipped the date off. But this looks to be in the mid-60s. Okay, so we believe, or we're being led to believe, that the robe was sort of invented in the mid-60s? Yes. Um, I know one judge. Okay. I don't know if she wears a mini-robe. Well, ask her. Okay. Ask She's her. also not very tall, so a mini-robe might just be a regular robe. Okay, well, whatever. It still counts. Right. It's I still will a find mini out, robe. Though. Yeah. Um Okay. And so he is he like the guy that invented the intermittent wiper? He invented this robe but oh, everyone else made all the money off it? No, you know like the man you know that I have a mansion, right? That's that's it's all paid for servants, everything paid for from the judicial robe company. Oh that I'm that I'm a benefactor of. Way to monetize it. I don't. That's anyway. generational wealth. That's what they call it. Yep. Um, yep. you could give it all away. Yeah, it's all trust. It's all wound up in trusts. Have you considered the Step Mill Enterprises Foundation? I have. Yes, we can talk about it another time. Okay, we'll talk about it online. 
Okay. Offline. Off. Offline and and off script. No. Whichever one is cloud to table. The one where you can't write anything that I said. You can't write in any of your articles. So cloud to table. So Martin, I I wanted us to talk this week since we're sort of going in this direction anyway. I wanted us to talk this week about being your own advocate. Okay. okay. And you know, since we're sort of talking about judges, you know, advocate comes from probably Latin or but in French avocat means lawyer. So kind of like to imagine sometimes there's a little version of me that, you know, actually finished law school and didn't make a long litany of bad decisions in their life. And then they're, they're still, they're a lawyer and they're like, well, you know, Matt, I, I have to advise you that, you know, this, I don't know, uh, or yes, you, you can do this. Uh, it's, we've, anyway, so do you ever watch, I know. I know you know I I have a thing about the medical ads, and I mean they are kind of crazy. Like no one else in the world watches TV, and then on TV there's commercials for medicine. That Guardian commercial is going to drive me insane. And it's like, hey, go talk to your doctor, see if you can convince them to give you this medicine. Like you, and then they try to tell you all the things that you should be worried about, and it's like. It's always when they play the music and they have a, it's like the non sequitur, like part of the commercial. Matt, are you feeling extreme leg pain? Restlessness? I have restless leg syndrome. Do you ever find that your torso is sore and that your back hair catches on fire spontaneously? Yes. Talk to your doctor. Well, like that, you mean? Yeah, but the the part that where it's like, you know, don't drive a truck if you're like taking Farsiga and you have your eyes closed or like, but it says if you're allergic to, you know, blimtonus, don't take blimtonus. Like, I mean, yeah, you know what? Don't. Like, because you, you'll have an allergic reaction. You'll have to go to the hospital. Like, yeah, don't screw around. This is medicine. Some of this stuff, you know, uh, until we find a way to, like, hack it and, like, use it for, like, recreational, like, purposes. You know, we don't know what it's going to do. Like, yeah, well, you know, he swallowed that. You know what it does. It turns your esophagus into a an, an, old, an old Irish shillelagh made out of wood. I mean, yeah, That's, don't that take that. That might be good. That might be good. So I wanted to, I wanted to kind of acknowledge. I've been noticing you being your own advocate lately. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, especially you know the last few times I've seen you. Um, here's some examples. I we. Well, this my favorite example is when we go out for pizza. And you allow me to order sausage instead of pepperoni. Because How am I advocating for myself there? As a friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're you're like you're like actually that's a sore spot with me. I'm mad about that. No, um, yeah, 
you're advocating for yourself as a as a tolerant friend. Okay. Thank you. I saw you order salad, and I thought, there goes Martin again, being his own advocate. You're advocating for roughage, having roughage in your system, and doing what none of us probably like to do, which is just have a well-rounded meal of like some good things and some things that, you know, are a little more decadent. Like a salad. Yeah. Um, also, another another way I've been watching you as your own advocate is when you're driving, uh, you have all the settings and like all the electronic devices are all set the way you want them. And like the Grateful Dead Sirius XM station just automatically comes on in no matter what car you're in. I had a friend in mine. I had a friend last weekend in town and we were driving around and I, I certainly, I have the button to start the car and then probably the second most prominent button. If I press that, it just turns on the grateful dead serious channel. Right. Yeah. So easy. Yeah. Good. Well, sharp eyes. Well, sharp eyes. well, it's, it's because I find it inspirational, you know, like being your own advocate is like a real skill. It is. That's true. Yeah. Uh, we even, you know, in schools, we try to teach students to advocate or advocate for right. themselves. Um, even sometimes we play the role of the devil's advocate. Oh. Oh, yeah. I like that one. Yeah, thank you. I like that one. The devil's advocate would be like, turn your Grateful Dead station on and... Press these other two buttons, and it will erase all the other presets. <laughs> um, like, here's a devil's advocate statement here. Um, I don't understand how your topic about being an advocate for yourself is related to the medicine commercials. Okay. You're doing a terrible job. Okay. I don't this, think this that's devil's advocate. That's it's just not? jerk's advocate. Isn't the devil the biggest jerk, though? No, there's a difference. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I mean, not you're sorry. not I was you're not spiritual role. enough was... to understand. That's true. That's true. But I, I like to feel that other people are more spiritual. They're spiritual enough for them and me. Okay. You so know? you don't think I was? You don't think I made it clear enough when I said, you know, well, it's because you kept interrupting me with the music. That's what that happened. That really has thrown you off. Yeah, because it's like so loud. It's so loud in my in my headset. Like I feel like I have to start yelling over it. Really? I think it's sort of beautiful. Well, okay. whatever. No, so you're I just ruined that segment again, but keep going. So, you go to the doctor and you advocate for the medicine that you don't need. Yeah, but, but yeah, you've got to, you've got to, you got to convince the doctor to give it to you, but you've also got to be like, and trust me, doc, I know the side effects. Okay. Uh, you know, like, uh, you know, your leg will, will not be able to, if your legs stop working for 10 hours or more, call, you know, ask for medical attention or like all this weird, like 
they have to say it because if they don't and you sue them, they'll, you know, they go out of business. Let me ask you a question, Matt. Let's say you were just, you know, sitting around one day and then all of a sudden, like when you look at somebody that's like six feet away, straight ahead, all of a sudden they become really blurry and you can't see. Uh huh. Also, when you're driving, especially at night, you used to be able to see fine, but now it's basically like you can't see almost at all. What would you do? Uh, just pretend it's not happening and be like, wow, I am I getting old or am I like having like a panic attack? Like there's a commercial with Henry Winkler. It could be ADT. Which I think is the same as the alarm company. But Henry Winkler, if you see it, he's on there. He's old. He's not like the Fonz anymore. And then all of a sudden, it looks like this big haze of smoke is in front of him and you can't see him. And then he says, if this happens, go to the doctor. Okay. I. So you I should have go to, to the doctor. I don't believe you. This It's too I much like something it. you would make up. I can't source it, so you're Especially right. Especially the Henry Winkler part. Well, I, I wish it were not true, but it is. Did you think he was, he really was cool when we were kids? Like, the Fonz oh, yeah. really was cool. 100%. Like, I, as a kid, I was like, oh, he's cool. Like, look at the way he dresses. Like, his leather jacket and, like, boots and everything. And he rides a motorcycle. Yeah, like, he was in uh he's been in a bunch of Adam Sandler movies. No one will no one will do anything like in front of him because they're all afraid he'll think that that they're lame. Like mm-hmm. that's that's what cool people are like. Yeah, he can hit the jukebox and make it play any song for free. Right. But in real life he's just like a nice guy. So that's acting for you. I know I can't believe it. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not ADT. It might be called GA. <laughs> okay, well, but what? it might be called a- ADT. Okay. Either way, sounds like I would just wait it out if you have that kind of eyesight problem. Yeah, pull over safely. Or turn on the Grateful control. Dead. Yeah, if you have like a voice control, you can be like, cruise control, fifty-two miles per hour. You want to go a little slower, like if the speed limit's seventy. And then Marmat. Will be like, oh, Martin, you're so funny, much funnier than Matt. I I notice he calls you Matthew. Does he? Yeah. Okay. He's formal though. Well, I think it's time for us to to move on before Marmat gets on and cancels us or me. Yeah, something's going. I won't talk about it. I won't talk about it. All right. Uh, it's a time for America's favorite game. Yeah, you know. 33. It's so time. It's so time. All right, Matt. I'm thinking of a number. Okay. I'm going with 50. It was 1,102. Um, however, I was thinking of seven, so you were closer. So you get I really, I really did. I swear this is true. For like a split second, I was like, just say 11.02. And I'm like, oh, it's just it's too much brain. Like, it's not. And then it that is been, what you guessed. It would have been too complicated. Every time. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go first, okay? okay? I'm going to give to you. Terrific. The name of the game is 33. 
33. The Channel 2 First Alert Weather Team. CBS 2 um, Chicago, I think. It could be yeah. Richmond. No, it's... Chicago. Yeah. I've never... I'm not really a CBS guy. I'll watch football. I never watch the news on there. It's not Andy Avalos on there. He's on NBC. We're more of an NBC family. Um, and I feel like CBS, they lost me when they have like that show Ghosts and then that other Ghosts spinoff that's like Ghosts Europe. It's too much. I don't think their weather is good. I don't think they know what they're doing. Okay, thanks for the concise answer. You're welcome. Channel 5 Storm Team. Um, could you use that in a sentence, please? Martin, I'm playing 33, and I'm going to say Channel 5 Storm Team. Now you say something. Uh, Andy Avalos is on part of the Channel 5 uh, Storm Team. You can trust him. Um, I feel like they're generally the best. I see them every morning, and they tell you what the weather is. You can trust them. They look good. That's all you need. Okay. The ABC7 weather team. There's a lot I could go into with that, but I'm afraid that we could be potentially sued, so I'm going to not go where I was originally going to go with that. Um, there are people I know who are big ABC7 fans. Alan Kershevsky? I don't, I don't know him, um, but I'll just say this. They're not really well regarded among people that live in the city. People are saying a lot of stuff. Mostly wow. negative. You are such an NBC person. I love, I, I, you know, ever since the Cosby show. Yeah, and The Apprentice. Big time. Yeah. Big time. All right. Well, um, I, you know, it's funny. I kind of figured you were going to say that. That Yeah, I, you can tell. My background, you know, where I grew up, that's NBC territory out there. And uh, as much as I, I would say... Like if there's there's maybe only one kind of show on TV that when it comes on I instantly turn it off like with like anger, and it's local news, so like I don't watch much of it, but I would say even here where I live, people would would rank the the stations the same way, so you've got nothing, something going there, Martin. Nothing ever changes, Matt. You can right. never change. No one can. All right. Okay. The name of the game is 33. 33. Sinterklaas. Oh. Uh he's like Santa Claus but he's fit. Uh he wears like running shoes and like climbing outfit because he doesn't use a sled. He just walks in around the entire world because he's from like Scandinavia and uh, he only drinks milk. That's you know. correct. He um he wears a long red chasuble over a white alb, and rides on a white horse known as a merigo. You know, well, yeah, Amerigo Vespucci was the guy that named America. 
He invented America. Yeah. That's correct. Christ Kind. Um, that's was like a that was a that was the name of the like special operations that like the Democratic Party or the sorry, the Democrat Party um came up with to ruin Christmas. So it has kind in it and which can be kind but also stands for children. And the idea was that they were gonna use children in a in a way that was unethical and immoral to convince just patriotic people. I don't care what color they are either, Martin. They can be purple. They can be red. They can be black. If someone was purple and someone was orange, I couldn't tell the difference. They're patriots. I don't see color. And we, this, the Democrat party tried to ruin Christmas. That was the name of their special operation. Christkind. Can't even say Christ because they hate him. I know. I know. And then lastly, Amu Nauru's. Oh, um, that's a song of a, or the name of a famous Christmas song um, that was sung by the uh, Beijing uh, Children's Choir. And I think, yeah, I think it was the most, it's the most famous version of the song of all time. Something like that. Um, Couple things, just quick, you know, scorecard. Christkind, that was actually a CIA operation with the Democrats and the Republicans. Democrats were guaranteed to get Christmas canceled in 50 years. The Republicans got the presidency, and that's how Reagan got elected. Just a couple fact checks. Sure. Um, Amu Nauru's perfect score. You might know his companion, Haji Firuz. He plays a tambourine and demands gifts from children. Nice. Yeah. But other than that, really solid. Probably like a C minus. Nice. Yeah. Well done. I'll take it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, um, folks, it's time for hurrahs and huzzahs. Yeah. Matt, I believe you have a hurrah. Yeah, I'm going to go. I So I've got the, the celebratory part, the hurrah part, which is we're celebrating something. Uh, I just recently went to a concert at the Hampton Coliseum, uh, and it's a it's a great venue called the Mothership by the band Fish. Um, but we it has all kinds of fun stuff there. Uh, I went to see the band Goose play there. Uh, we can talk about that another time. But it was rocking and completely full. And I realized that Martin and I had gone there a few years ago, I think 2018, which when you're our age, that was only a few years ago. But I remember thinking, wow, this place is so easy to get in and out of. It's so like you don't have to pay for parking. Um, There was a long line to get in through security, but, you know, everybody has to do that. So it turns out then when Martin and I went there, much to our much to our not knowing this. We were actually, we had actually somehow found the like one secret way to get there that like no one else knows that, that like saves so much time and like you never have to worry about traffic or anything. 
because of the way this place is designed. We had no idea of this. We stayed somewhere that should have brought us through the crowded part where there's tons of traffic and traffic jams and everything, but we didn't because we just have good karma. That just That's just how our lives are. This is the first time I've ever heard of this. Especially when we're especially when we're together. That's why the show is so good. It just follows us everywhere we go. And I just wanted to give a hurrah to our karma both nights of Dead and yeah. Company at Hampton Coliseum. You go in the way by the Embassy Suites. You're right there. Yeah. That's I guess just so. Look, look for where the Embassy Suites is. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Okay. Well, Matt, this brings us, unfortunately, to my huzzah. I am not going to get into much of the details about this, but I'm just going to give a big huzzah to the state of Texas. And it's doubly unfortunate for Texas because Texas could be, in an alternate universe, one of our best states. They sort of have an independent streak. They have a good mix of cultures. They have great music. They have some great, I mean, Willie Nelson as like the main person from your state or a main person from your state. That's pretty hard to beat. You know what I mean? Sure. But, you know, whether it's recently the Texas Supreme Court, um, anything that Ted Cruz does, trying to overturn the election, their secretary of state getting impeached, but then not getting thrown out. Just a bunch of stuff, especially this new Supreme Court ruling, which is obscene. And I don't even know. I don't want to get into it too much. But wow. It's amazing. It's It would be like seeing Michael Jordan. But imagine Michael Jordan went terribly wrong in every way. And was bad at basketball and everybody hated him and he hated everybody. It just, I don't even know. Yeah, I agree. I, okay. I wasn't expecting that, but yeah, that's true. I mean, it's, it'd be like, it'd be like, oh, you know, uh, whatever, like these politicians, whatever, they're all jerks. Like, you know, that's why people don't vote and stuff. Cause what can they really do? I mean, we still have our restaurants. We still have our, you know, culture and everything, which is true. You do, but you have to live in Texas now. That's yeah. run That's run by corrupt uh, jerks. You know, I'm going to go there and call them jerks, Martin. Okay. If so, you're, you're going to go there, please make sure that, well, you're not a woman, so this might be easier, but I would not have a health emergency in Texas because you might not be able to get health care, Matt. Right, right. So and then you'll and then you might die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the gas is cheap, you know. And so, you know, Austin is a cool city, and you can buy That's not good can, enough. But can, no vehicle is too big to drive down the road there. I mean, that's really kind of what. If you ask people that are hardcore what they think is so great about Texas, it's always really dumb stuff like that. Well, you know, no one can tell me how big my truck can be here. And I can't have as many guns as I want. That's freedom. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, even when Dick Cheney was down there shooting his friends, it wasn't as bad as it is now. 
no. Well, yeah. So, you know, not that anybody's worried about any elections coming up or anything, but, you know, that's that's the answer. If you think that, you know, whatever, doesn't matter how bad it gets with these people in Washington, it's not going to really change anything. That's not true. And Texas is a great example of it. So let's close that out. Uh, real quick, before we go, we are still looking for viewer mail. We'd like to get some feedback, maybe some read some stuff on the air. Um, if you have any comments, questions, um, feedback, I don't feedback. If it's good, we love it. If we disagree with it, we probably won't like you, but we'll take it. Feel free to email us, dukeofpipso at gmail.com. Also, we have a new Instagram feed. I don't want to get into the details, but our old social media people have now been totally fired. We're running it ourselves. Check it out on Instagram. And I think that's all for sort of the housekeeping there at the end, Matt. Just just remember, we we really want to hear from you because we wouldn't really know what to talk about without our viewers. And, you know... All our topics and everything are carefully crafted just for your listening pleasure. So keep keep it coming. Keep the mail coming. And just make sure that you know how grateful we are for you listening. See you next week.